Welcome to episode 62 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. It's Saturday, people. Saturday, the 7th of December, 2000. 2019. How is your run up to Christmas going? It's getting there, people, isn't it? What, we got two weeks? You got your presents? I asked this last time, didn't I? I know this. You're repeating yourself, Ben. I know. I know. I'm flat out now. I've done all my Christmas shopping. I know. How fucking organised am I? I've just got to uh, make sure everything... Well, there's nothing I can do about it, really, is there? Everything gets delivered. It's out there in the ether now, isn't it? That's what we do. Order online. Just hope for the best that things get delivered. Uh, Certain things are coming from certain shops and been delayed. I know. It's a very stressful life I lead. I know this. I know. Anyway, how's your uh, how's your weekend going? I hope it's going well. I hope you're making the most of it. It is at the moment uh, quarter past nine at night. I've left this late again. Didn't have a gig tonight, uh, so left it free. Had a few gigs this week. Um, had to cancel one because my car was fucked. Um, but uh, it's back on the road. The blue bullet is back again now. So, um, yes, all those people worrying about the old blue bullet out there. She's back, baby. She is back. Um, yeah, so uh, I have pretty much, pretty much just been immersing myself in serial killer documentaries. <laughs> That's all I've been doing this week. I watched The Confession Killer on Netflix. I don't know if you've watched that. I thoroughly recommend it. I watched all of it. To the point that my TV was goading me into switching it off. Just saying, you've been watching this too long now, Ben. Come on. Does that little thing where it does the countdown. And then you've got to rush around, try and find where the fucking remote is. Pull it out your asshole before it gets to the stage where it switches off. Or Netflix tries to um, liberate you from the hold it has over you by asking you if you want to continue watching. Of course I do, Netflix. You must know me by now. You must know me by now. They've clearly got no learning algorithms within Netflix. Would you like to continue? Yes. You know it. You don't even have to ask that question. I'm hammering it right through to the end. It's almost like Netflix is judging me. Judging me by just uh, suggesting that I do other things with my life. I need one of these parental controls on it where it just... It just switches off automatically and you can't re-access it for 24 hours. That's what I need. It's too much good stuff on there. Uh, the confession killer was fucking amazing. Um, just to see how um, how somebody lies. <laughs> how somebody can lie so much um, about having killed loads of people. And it was fucking obvious he was lying. They were showing like video from the 70s with it, and he's walking around, swanning around, this geezer, what's his name, Henry Lee, Henry Lee Lucas, was that it? He was the guy, essentially, if you haven't seen it, watch it, but basically, if you haven't seen it, it's about a guy who was in prison, he killed his mum, he got let out of prison, and then some old neighbour and his girlfriend, he was in his late 40s, his girlfriend, who was 15, that nobody seemed to give a shit about at that point because it was the fucking 70s. Nobody actually... <laughs> That's the thing about it. 
Nobody said, okay, you've done all these murders, but what about the uh, dating of a 15-year-old girl as well? Is that, uh, can we get you on a few charges with that? Nope. <laughs> just straight to the murders, the fact that she went missing. And uh, it's just so fucking weird how he just started confessing to loads of other killers and the police went along with it. It was meant to be in one place, like 2,000 miles away, and then the next day it was meant to be in another place, killing somebody else. And they just went, yeah, I'm sure he did that. That's fine. Yeah, we'll just put it down to old Henry Lee Lucas. He's definitely the one who did all of this this mass killing spree within within different races, sexes, and fucking diff with different implements. It was like he was like the ultimate serial killer. And the police were just going along with it going, yeah, chalk another one off to him. That's fine. You could see the bullshit just fucking coming out of every single pore of his body as he's sitting there. And the police are just giving details about the murders. And then a couple of days later, he goes, oh, yeah, I remember this. And just verbatim repeats the fucking information that the police have given him two days before. Ah, oh, fuck me, man. Jesus. It was fucking... Just watching it, you were like, well, yeah, clearly he's bullshitting. He's a fucking fantasist. And he's got a little mate there with him as well, Otis Tool. It was described as uh, one of the stupid... One of the stupidest people I've ever met. Uh, that's what... He was fucking retarded to fuck, man. But it was just hilarious, their little... Uh, it was almost like something out of a sketch show, watching how um, how these people were talking to each other. This Otis Tool was... I don't know. He was clearly a gay guy. If he wasn't... Um, nobody even questioned that relationship as well. It was the 70s. You thought they'd have questioned it. Wasn't it illegal then? <laughs> I don't know. They were just more concentrating on the murder and not the uh, not the uh, act of paedophilia he was doing with his 15-year-old girlfriend as well. So, um, But yeah, the Otis Tall guy was clearly also a fantasist who seemed to get involved with the Henry Lucas fantasies as well. And this has led me on um, to the Cold Case series that's on Netflix as well because obviously uh, they mentioned, like, the cold, cold cases and just fitted up had fitted up this uh, Henry Lee Lucas, like, with all of these murders and then treated him like a fucking celebrity with a film crew going around him and he had a free run of the fucking police station. Um, and then they tried to fit him up for uh, a murder of a, a Jane Doe who they couldn't recognise... Uh, they couldn't actually identify who she was. So they just called her the Orange Socks Girl because she was found completely naked apart from orange socks. What a hell of a moniker that is. You know, she was drawing on those orange socks. Hey, these are going to get me attention. You're going to be that morning. She's putting on those orange socks. These going to get, hey, do you like my kooky orange socks? Yeah, they're really cool. You're going to be the orange socks victim. That's that's what you're going to be known as. It makes you question, question what you put on in the morning just in case you're in some sort of accident or just in case you're brutally murdered and they can't identify you and you become 
the lime green g-string guy <laughs> just because it's the last the last pair of pants you had left and uh, you just thought oh well these will do i'll wash the other ones tomorrow nope that's what you're gonna be for the rest of time the lime green string guy or you know the old adage uh, don't always go out with clean underwear on he was the shitty boxer shorts victim. That's what he was. <laughs> the skids, the skid stain man. Oh, fucking hell. Jesus. What a moniker that would be for the rest of your life. I did important things in my life. Nope, you're the skid mark kid. That's who you are now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Uh, anyway, watching all of this stuff has made me a little bit... Um, a little bit stabby. No, no, it hasn't. It's made me a little bit... I know what you're probably thinking I'm going to say. I don't know what you're thinking. Um, I fucking hate people who say that uh, on stage. Um, but um, I uh, I appreciate what you think. Oh, well, you, you think you're some sort of Columbo now, do you, Ben? That you'd be able to identify a serial killer or a killer just because you've watched these documentaries. No, that is not what I have learned. What I have learned is um, how to get away with murder. <laughs> I don't know if these... Because uh, you just see all the fucking mistakes they make. I don't know if these documentaries are actually meant to teach you that, how to uh, how to identify the fucking... Because they all make the same fucking mistakes all the time. Every single serial killer or killer makes the same mistake all the time. They uh, leave too much evidence around. What you need to do, first of all, that I've learned, this is the first thing. You need to shave. If you're going to kill somebody, you need to shave and scrub your entire body. It's like that film where Jude Law was in a fucking uh, wheelchair. Uh, what was it? Gattaca? Is that it? Where Jude Law's in a wheelchair and uh, the other guy out of Dead Poets Society. Oh, I forget his name now. Um, anyway, he's uh, not got quite the right DNA. And um, he has to uh, have Jude Law's DNA. Is that right? Is that right? That's got to be it, isn't it? I think it is. Fucking, what's the geezer's name out of fucking Dead Poets Society, the young lad? Hang on a minute. Fucking Ethan Hawke. That's it, isn't it? Ethan Hawke. Yeah. He's the one in Gattaca, isn't he? Who's trying to be, uh, who's pretending to be um, uh, fucking Jude Law's character, isn't he? Um, that's what you need to do to be a serial killer. First off, this is Lessons in Serial Killing by Ben Briggs. That's what we're doing now. Um, first of all, you need to chop off, take away all hair or whatever that can be left at the scene of the crime. You, you essentially need to take a Henry the Hoover with you as well, just as a backup. But you need to scrub down so you don't leave any particles. Completely cover your body so you don't leave any sweat, any fucking saliva. If you get a bit carried away and start sweating, you can't rape them either. You can't do that. If you're just going to kill them, you've got to stick to one crime. You can't, you know, if you want to get away with murder, literally get away with murder, you can't go around fucking raping people and fucking people and getting carried away like that. You need to stick to the game plan. That's one thing I've learned. People get carried away too much. 
Um, the thrill of killing someone is not enough. They need to get the rocks off as well. And that's where they leave all that fucking DNA. Assuming you haven't left any DNA around, you've taken your Henry the Hoover, you've hoovered around the body. <laughs> Put a load of bleach down as well. Just scrub the crimes. Climb, uh, fucking hell. Crime scene clean. That's not easy to say. Uh, not with these teeth, anyway. Uh, then, then what you've got to do is, before you do all that, you need some sort of disguise. You can't just go around <laughs> as a hairless bald man. If you've got... Also, my advice for anybody contemplating being a serial killer out there, if you've got shifty eyes, don't even contemplate it. Because... That is what they pulled up fucking everybody on, on Cold Case. He had shifty, dark eyes. You need happy eyes to be a serial killer if you're going to get away with it. Immediately, if you've got shifty eyes or wear sunglasses or, I don't know, just unshift your eyes, you're going to have to have eye surgery to make them less shifty, which is obviously going to lead a paper trail that you don't want. Shifty eyes is a no-no. You're not naturally gifted as a serial killer to get away with it if you've got shifty eyes. That's what I'm gonna. That's that's the point I'm trying to make. Before that, you need some sort of disguise because so many people on that fucking cold case, so many fucking people just turned up with their natural face. Hi, you all right? How you doing? Pop into the local shop. I'm just here to buy a shovel and some fucking gaffer tape. No problem. Stare up at the CCTV. Hey, remember my face. Remember this weird beard. I'm going to keep it for fucking life. And they fucking do. So you need some sort of fucking disguise. You're going to be bald anyway. Shaved off all your eyebrows and your fucking eyelashes. So you you can put pop on some false eyelashes and eyebrows. Pop on a wig. Probably a long wig, beard, to obscure most of your facial features. That's what you need. That's what they all get caught for. Having a face. Yeah, well, yes, Ben. Yeah. Ideally, what you want to do after you've killed somebody is to burn your own face off and they'll never identify you. Is it the geezer over there? What about this geezer <laughs> just flicking through the fucking photos? What about this blonde guy? Was it him? No, it doesn't look like. What about this guy with a face for a face as a fucking pizza that's been. Well, clearly it's not that guy, is it? I'd have recognized that guy. The guy who's, whose nose has melted onto his chin. <laughs> I'd have melted that guy. That's the ideal scenario of what you want to do. You want to melt your own fucking face off after you've committed that crime. Or if you're going to be a serial killer, you know, give yourself a good run. Think, right, my target's 10. As soon as I hit 10, I'm giving up. You know, it's like running marathons. That's when you have the plastic surgery afterwards. Also, don't buy anything within a 50-mile radius of where you're going to kill somebody. That's a given. In it, Don't have any interaction. Don't leave witnesses either. You've got to kill them. You've got to, you've got to improvise. That's what, I'm, uh, that's what I'm trying to say. If you're going to kill somebody, you've got to be uh, out there and... Um, and just make sure you've got a few improvisation skills. Maybe take a class, obviously go disguised to an improv class. <laughs> just can, so you can deal with anything that's thrown at you. 
too often they leave witnesses or they're waiting outside. They've always got a mate who's waiting in the car outside and somebody drives by. It doesn't half make you think, like when you see cars waiting outside houses now after watching these things. Like, I used to think, oh, that's probably just wait, somebody waiting for somebody. I'm definitely going to be thinking now, well, somebody's getting brutally murdered inside that house, aren't they? And he's the lookout. You don't need a partner. You need to do it alone. You can't be a loner either. This is the thing. They're all fucking loners. You need a big group of friends to be able to kill a lot of people. And you don't kill your friends as much as you want to. You have to go outside of that group. Don't know the victims. That's the thing. There's people, if you're taking notes right now, you're a fucking lunatic. <laughs> people writing this down. What else? What else is it, Ben? What else? Um, yeah. You've got to learn from other serial killers' mistakes. This is not something I'm uh, I'm contemplating, by the way. Just, just in case anybody is uh, listening from law enforcement. Um, you've got to cut all links to the victims. Not have witnesses. I've covered that already, and I... I've covered that. And clean up after you go. That's it. Clean as you go. That's it. You know, do a bit of stabbing. Do a bit of mopping up. You know, chop the body up halfway. Mop that shit up. You know, pile it all into plastic bags. Distribute it at various places, but not on a run. There was somebody who, who killed somebody and then dropped the clothes and the body parts in a triangular, triangular um, roadway around where they fucking lived. If the police had just gone, hang on a minute, all these things make a triangle, let's have a look in the middle of there. That guy just didn't like to travel. That's it. He was looking at the petrol cost of disposing of the body. <laughs> Still took him about 28 years, though, to find him. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing since DNA, the amount of people, uh, since DNA has came in and DNA profiling and all that, and DNA testing, since that has come in, the amount of people who were literally getting away with murder before that is unbelievable. And then they're picking them up after 21, 28 years, just on like a speck of blood. You can't, you've got to be a bit of an OCD clean freak, I think, to be, to get away with being a serial killer. You've got to do that. And you've got to, it says you've got to be approachable. You've got to be a friendly face and approachable. You haven't. You've just got, if you want to get, a, you know, you can brutally murder anybody. Excuse me, you got the time? Whack, straight over the head. Drag their body into a van and then drive off. But you've just got to make sure the inside of that van is clean. Or you've got multiple vans. Ideally, if you've got your own cleaning business, you're sorted. That's what I'm trying to say. Every cleaner out there is a potential serial killer. <laughs> Who can get away with it? That's it. So there you go, people. That's my advice if you want to be a serial killer, how to get away with it out there. Um, also, um, I did see fucking out. I don't know um, whether this... I didn't know whether this was true or not at the time. Uh, I, uh, For some reason... I googled Josh Brolin the other day. Now, this was one of those freaky little Google things and then instantly came up a fucking... I think I was researching the Goonies. Or, like, just going, was that really Josh Brolin in the Ghoulies? 
in the ghoulies. <laughs> That's related to uh, what I'm just about to say. In the Goonies. Uh, and, a, uh, and a fucking story came up about perineum sunning, which is apparently Josh Brolin has burnt his own perineum and asshole and ball bag, I imagine, by sunning his perineum, which is basically you strip naked and point your asshole at the sun. I don't know. I've never thought to myself, that is a part of my body, the arsehole and perineum that needs to be browner. I've never thought that to myself. If anything, at times, it would need to be less brown. <laughs> Particularly when I'm in a rush. I've got about 10 minutes to get on stage and I'm having a fucking nervy shit. Um, and it just won't go. It just won't wait, baby. Um, yeah, apparently he's burnt his own asshole by sunning his perineum, uh, which is a new trend. I imagine it's not going to last that long because that is a part of the body that rarely sees the sun, does it? You know, I don't think that part of my body has ever seen sunlight, direct sunlight. It's going to burn like a bastard. Of course it's going to burn like a bastard. If you're pointing your asshole to the sky, I don't know what sort of healing problem. If you're in that much need of vitamin C within that area, surely a vitamin they do vitamin C suppositories out there that you could just pop in there. Surely you don't need that vitamin C from the sun. I don't know. All these fads and things. So he's got a sore asshole, apparently. He's going to be forever. Not that story is going to be on the internet forever. Every fucking great film he's ever done. Since the Ghoulies, stroke Goonies. Uh, you see where the Ghoulies bit came in there? Pointing your asshole to the fucking sun. Oh, Jesus. Man. I don't know, man. It's another world, isn't it? Hollywood people, it's another world. Uh, I don't know. But that is something I will not be um, be trying or be promoting for uh, people to uh, try within this podcast environment that I have created. Uh, talking. Oh, God. Seamless, people. It's seamless. Let's have a bit of tea. Talking about promoting things. Oh, my God. That is a hell of a segue there. Bow down, people. Bow down. Um, talking about promoting things, we have, I have, for the podcast advertising this episode. Uh, we'll start now. So, uh, right, let's get this advertising done for the podcast. Um, car share apps are all the rage now. It's convenient and negates the need and expense of buying your own vehicle. The only downside can be bad car share drivers or having to share with other people. So if you want the convenience of a car share app without the hassle of being in a vehicle uh, with anyone else, you need Carjack app. Carjack app pinpoints vulnerable drivers that you can track in real time in your local area and carjack them. They use complicated algorithms to identify easy-to-overpower lone car drivers from pensioners and the infirm to young gullible drivers who can be easily flagged down 
kicked out their cars. And hey, presto, you can get to any destination you want. It's that simple. Just leave a review of your ease of carjacking experience and a star rating to help other carjackers in the future. Choose from a variety of cars and victims. Uh, they really do cater to all tastes and prejudices. Carjacking app usually costs £15 or $18 per month. But if you enter promo code, hit the pavement, bitch. I said hit the pavement, bitch. I ain't joking, bitch. Hit the fucking pavement. Uh, that's promo code. Hit the pavement, bitch. I said hit the pavement, bitch. I ain't joking, bitch. Hit that fucking pavement. Uh and you can receive a 10% discount for your first 12 months and a free blunt object out of your choice only to be used as a prop. Brackets. Uh, so to ease your uh, journey, uh, download Carjack app now for initially hassle and then very hassle-free motoring. Warning, carjacking may be classed as illegal in some countries and Carjack app in no way endorses murdering the car owners. Very important to remember. That is the advertising done for this episode. Now, what do we got? Fucking weird shit happening in the news. Let's have a look. Um, we have duck named Dave. This is it. This is it. Poor old Dave, man. We ought to start um, fucking... A duck named Dave has had to have his penis removed. Penis-related duck story. What more do you want, people, out there? A penis-related duck story. Or a duck-related penis story. Either either. Either way round. A duck named Dave has had his penis removed after being over-amorous with ladies. Now, just to clarify, this is uh, lady ducks as opposed to human being ladies. Um, the owner uh, of a duck has been forced to intervene after the little guy injured himself having sex with his female companions up to 10 times a day. Fuck me, man. Jesus. Uh, duck roast. Oh, uh, a duck named Dave has had to have his penis removed. Why remove his penis? It sounds like he's probably going to have a fucking heart attack anyway. The Ducks owner, Josh Watson, claims the bird was mating with his female companions, Dora, Edith and Frida, up to 10 times a day. Good old boy. Fucking hell. That's why. This is exactly why when you go to put in uh, the word fuck in text and it comes out as duck, it all becomes clear, people. Doesn't it? It all becomes clear. Predictive text, knew it all along. Ducks are the real fuckers. Uh, the Ducks owner, John Watson, claims the bird was mating. Read that. As a result, David injured himself and got a nasty infection. No shit, he's fucking three birds at once. Literally. Ugh. He was prescribed antibiotics and his owner was tasked with washing his penis daily. The owner just didn't want to wash his cock daily, did he? And thought, oh, I'll chop that fucker off and that saves me a job. I can text more people. I want to duck them. Uh, but as the duck kept uh, trying to have sex, it unfortunately didn't do the trick. Couldn't they cover it over? Vets decided that the only thing they could do to make Dive more comfortable was to remove his manhood, leaving about one centimetre behind. It's not bad for a duck, man. <laughs> if you're a fucking duck and you've got a one centimetre cock left, that's not bad, did he? It must have been bigger than a centimetre then. 
Jesus. And his owner says he's doing just fine, but he's understandably a bit upset about it all. No shit. He doesn't look very fucking happy. He's just staring at the fucking camera. Where's me cock? Josh, who lives in Torquay, Devon explained, I think he feels pretty upset about it. Yeah, no shit. I think he's a nymphomaniac. He's got a high sex drive, basically. So I think that's what's caused it. He's a fucking duck doing what ducks do. He's duck and fucking, fucking like a duck. Uh, fuck a duck. He tries, oh, Jesus Christ, it's word association it's come to now, isn't it? That's, that's it, people. He tries to mate with his female companions a lot. Not anymore, he don't. I bet he's just like a really good friend to them, and that's... <laughs> hey, Dave's a lot more uh, listening these, these times. Now he's not trying to fuck me. <laughs> Every chance he can get between five and ten times a day, maybe more. Josh continued to say how most ducks only act that way during mating season, but Dave doesn't ever calm down. Hey, ladies, Dave's in the house. Mating season means nothing to me. I'm 24-7 fucking. That's me, Dave the fucking mallard. Get your bills around this, sweetheart. Uh, he added, he doesn't stop throughout the year. Over winter, he's meant to be calmed down. The duck stops laying eggs, but he doesn't stop mating. He's still in there. Bang. Fucking scrambling an omelette up. Uh, he just carries on. I think his female companions do like him. Uh, yeah, only as a friend now. And they obviously sometimes get fed up with him and wander off. <laughs> Don't worry about it, Dave. They do it to all of us, mate. Ah, that's uh, that's just how it turns out when you're a guy. Ah, fucking hell, man. Jesus Christ. So we've got a duck that can't fuck and it can't fuck anymore. Can't stop fucking, and now it can't fuck. Jesus, man. Uh, she went on to assure people that while he'll no longer be able to successfully breed, the operation won't have too much impact on the duck's future. Uh, he'll definitely still try to mate. It's not going to stop him. He's got a centimetre left. They're going to be they're going to be three unsatisfied lady ducks, aren't they? What happened to you, Dave? You had a little bit more girth, a little bit more length the last time. I'm going to have to go off and find another fucker. Ah, oh, Jesus. What are we on? What are we on, people? Oh, half an hour. Look at that. The duck's taken us. We've flown over the finish line and other puns. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, that was episode uh, 62, people, of the Ben Briggs podcast. If you want to message me about anything, you can email me at uh, podcast at benbriggs.co.uk. Give us a share. Give us a like, give us a review on Apple Podcasts. It all helps take me up the rankings, and we're doing pretty good right now. So uh, I will be back on Tuesday, people. Holy shit. Tuesday, have a good week. Until then, motherfuckers, I'll speak to you on Tuesday. Take care. <laughs>